Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. Don't worry, it's not that kind of sitcom special episode. Nothing sad's gonna happen. I mean, unless. Uh, but today we are playing a special uh, Fate Condensed one-shot set in the Fringe universe to sort of celebrate us finishing two seasons of Fringe. I'm David, and joining me are Nick and Charlie. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Charlie. Ooh, I'm excited for this. This should be a good time. All right, so um, we are playing this in the Fate Condensed um, system. Uh, I've never personally run something in Fate Condensed. Um, I've run some one-shots in Fate Accelerated and Fate Core, um, but any sort of one-shot like, that I've run for Charlie and Nick and our sort of friend group in Fate Accelerated, we've simplified the rules even further. <laughs> so this should be a fun experience trying to actually play the rules. Um, I have the rulebook open. We have the character sheets and also some of the cheat sheets handed out. So we will do our best to play this to the rules of fate, but please forgive us if we fuck it up. <laughs> if we're you... ever going to get angry uh, emails, this is the episode that's going to cause it, by the way, guys. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting for all of the angry emails after season five, episode one. Uh... <laughs> that's probably also going to be a bad one. <laughs> okay. So first off, we are going to kick off with character creation. Yeah. Um, this hopefully yeah. shouldn't take too long because character creation and fate is really quick. But um, some background on the one shot so you sort of know what you guys are creating. Oh, also, I'm game mastering and um, Charlie and Nick are the players. In case you couldn't <laughs> tell by how I took control of the situation. It's, it's crazy that David as a player is doing this while I'm running this entire <laughs> session. I just let him think that he runs it. Yeah. Nick's usually forever DM. but I'll kill you, you know. guys. <laughs> you know not how much pain <laughs> and how many hours of work I put into our regular campaign. Okay. Oh, no, David. Sadly, I do know. I, I have seen... <laughs> It was I lot. also I also know I've seen you homebrew an entire world in like a weekend because you got <laughs> bored. That's true. Okay. Um. So essentially, you two will be taking uh, or playing um, FBI agents who work um, not directly in Fringe Division but adjacent to Fringe Division. The sort of ho plot hook or story hook for your characters is both of you fucked up in some way and got, got like a semi not like semi demotion but not real demotion to desk jobs where you guys are in charge of monitoring sort of all uh, incoming case files for anything that might be fringe related. And by fringe related, we mean related to the previous fringe cases. For the purposes of our game, we are only going to be caring about the uh, season one. So this will be technically taking place after uh, there's more than one of everything. Okay. So you mean there's always actually. more than one of a thing? Yes. Sorry. There's always okay. more than one of a thing. Thank you. In universe. Good. Um, as such, um, uh, some things you guys won't have knowledge about. Uh, we can decide that as we go. Um, I'm all right with us sort of, uh, what's the word? Uh, coming to a conclusion about that kind of stuff together rather than just me saying what you guys know. Um, basically, anything that's going to be like specific to the main cast that they wouldn't put in an FBI case report, we won't know about. Okay. But we'll That's know fair. about sort of everything else, which will be quite a few things. Um, in the Discord, I'm going to... 
Oh, there's not really a nice way. To, I'll just screenshot it. <laughs> Trying to figure out a nice way to copy paste things. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, here is a list of all of the episodes with a sort of code name that we're going to say is the case file name in our universe for that uh, episode. Interesting how you've decided that um, most of them are uh, Greek. All of them are Greek, Greek gods, <laughs> except for Observer. And isn't it supposed to be Hippocrates, not Harpocrates? Different person. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. I think so. Man, the Greeks are weird. Yeah, if that's different it. person. What the <laughs> fuck? So, um, better naming so scheme, ancient Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially, at any point, if you would like some more background information on those specific cases, um, and you have access to it in universe or in game, we can go into it about what you know. Sounds okay. good. This, keep this as sort of background information for how your characters know about the world. So, uh, let's get straight into sort of that character creation. Um, you should have your character sheets, yeah? Yes, we do. Cool. So, first thing first for Fate is you guys got to come up with a high concept. So, a high concept is going to be sort of a one uh, sentence or one phrase that uh, sort of encapsulates your character entirely. So the examples I always use for this um, are like Superman would be like uh, Man of Steel slash Man of Tomorrow would be a high concept for him or like um, something more specific as well could be like uh, Orphaned Alien Superhero. Um, Batman would be a Vigilante uh, Justice Superhero as well. Um, so just a simple phrase here. So to help you guys, what kind of characters do you guys want to play? Or what do you think? So... So we're both so, special so Charlie, agents we at the, we're both special agents at the FBI. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Charlie, I'm assuming that we're both using the names that we rolled previously, right? No, I was going to um, roll new name. Oh yeah. No, oh no, I like I like my name way too much to re-roll. All right, you guys are welcome to um, use the same names then. So well, so, I'm I'm so rolling. So my name one, at the so. very least, my my name at the very least is Special Agent uh, Francis Demopoulos. Which isn't going to be uh, confusing at all because there's another special agent Francis. But thanks. Well, Nick. no, he would be he would be special agent Demopolis. Yeah, I'm just I am technically just special agent Demopolis. Yeah. Demopolis. Uh, um, I will now <laughs> ask that so often. <laughs> uh, David, to please roll me a d10. Okay, so we are using a Discord bot called Dice Maiden to do all of our dice rolling. Um, it's really nice because it can do regular dice rolling as well as fudge dice, which is the dice you need for fate. <laughs> three lands me on special agent eugene billingsley well i hate that <laughs> hello you, uh, agent copy billingsley the, how are you uh... <laughs> special agent <laughs> eugene billingsley well, that's a uh, whole oh, there's some bad names that's atrocious <laughs> so can I really we, like okay with, for the sake of me not biting myself constantly. Can we please have easier to pronounce last names, <laughs> <laughs> or can um, we abbreviate these some way so I'm not just like mumbling over them for the sake of our? You can audience. just, you right, can just call me Eugene. So 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 David, um, my name and this will fit into my high concept is the nickname that I've come up that my, my character has, and they definitely believe that this is um, uh, a, like a loving nickname, is Dinny. Uh, okay. 
That's I, okay. I got really concerned for a second. I just re-rolled the names and picked the third one down again. So now my agent has a middle name, which is Billingsley, but his last name is Durr. <laughs> Durr. Okay. Eugene Billingsley Durr. I will accept this. <laughs> so, Dimmy, so we Dimmy have, and Durr! We have, yeah, we have Dimmy and Durr as our... Oh, no! Is that now worse or better, David? I, at least I'll be able to pronounce it. The second best cop duo since Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Timmy and Durr. Timmy and Durr. Also, no one's going to get that reference. <laughs> you get it. That's all that matters. Okay. Um. So, high concept-wise. So, it sounds like Nick wants to play a dumb guy. Oh, my, my character's <laughs> not going to be very smart. Are you going to be, then, the smart guy, Charlie? Yeah, I can be... Yeah, think of this as um, cop procedural sort of uh, character roles. So like, yeah, there should be like the one tough guy, one smart guy. There should be like a tech dude. So, um, oh, don't worry. I will be I will be the uh, lovable uh, dim cop or something for that. <laughs> the lovable dim cop. Dim the cop. What do you mean he got turned to stone? <laughs> That's the voice I want I, you to use this entire time. Uh, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Um, no, it, it'll be great. My character will just stumble into clues. That's how things work for my character. <laughs> so for your high concept, then, do you want to be something like, uh, uh, dumb luck and dumb? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> dumb luck and dumber. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, you're, you're very dumb, but again, dumb luck. Hey. There we go. High concept, dumb luck and, oh, and dumber. That's not the, that's not the correct word. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh the next thing are uh then Charlie, what kind of character are you thinking of? Well, I, I'll go with the smart one. Um mm -hmm. I guess my trouble will be that I have an abrasive personality because he's gonna be that like snooty look down his nose at you for being an idiot kind of person. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know what my high concept would be. So uh this will be sort of related to your personality and sort of your main skill set so if we're doing like sort of dumb dumb luck and dumber uh quick-witted uh do you want to be like the s smart talking like sly dude or do you want to be more just like the um do you want to be more brandon or peter essentially <laughs> i don't get the reference uh from fringe oh peter or do you want to be brandon or do you want to be brandon I would have to be Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So high concept. Uh, what would be uh, book smarts? No social smarts or something along those lines. Book smart, not street smart. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, the same thing. Once upon a time, my mother told my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of your high concept being book smart on the streets. <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> yeah okay. okay so the next column there is going to be your trouble your trouble is going to be sort of the main thing that your character struggles with in their day to day life that sort of causes most of their problems um hmm. so you already sort of built your dumber into your high concept rather than your trouble can't remember where he lives <laughs> So personally, I was going to think that for this specific um, one shot, 
if we could relate your trouble to sort of the reason why you were demoted to this part of Fringe Division. Okay. What uh, I was so essentially, mean, what did your characters fuck up to get put into desk uh, jockey seats? Okay, so this is following the end of season one? Um, yes. Okay, what big FBI raid happened in season one that we could have fucked up? Um, I'm going to say that I think it's going to be best if we were helping to detain David Robert Jones. Oh, um, that'd be interesting. When he, uh, when he, oh, you guys were Oh, when the- he ran through the <laughs> FBI building? Yes. <laughs> Jones! <laughs> okay. Let David we Robert were, we Jones. Were, both of us were in the background for the, for the Jones scene, and then... Well, also, d- d- you guys, if I recall correctly, the FBI did get him, and they put him in a hospital room, right? And he broke through the walls or something? Yeah. We it? can say what we were on guard did? duty there, and we, we left to go, yeah. I don't know, get um, like a snack or something. If something happened, we left, and then Jones escaped much easier than he would have had we were actually on guard duty. Okay. Yeah, that's Which is why it's only like a minor demotion. It's not like was... we were outright fired. He still broke through a wall and they realized that, <laughs> but we could have really hindered it a lot more. Yeah. They were like, "Hey, yeah, he we, broke we through a there. wall. You probably weren't going to stop him, but you should have still been there." <laughs> yeah. You know, why why did you decide that was the time to go get snacks? <laughs> why did you both go get snacks? <laughs> Dimmy was hungry and he couldn't remember how to work the vending machine. <laughs> Listen, I normally just press the buttons and I get I get whatever's whatever I want that day. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be your trouble then. Uh let David Robert Jones go. Um so your relationship is going to be the relationship you guys have with each other. So how do you two know each other? Are you guys uh partners? Are you guys just sort of um for the two guys who are stuck on guard duty and let David Robert Jones go? Or do you have like a um sort of bigger connection to that are you childhood friends and you go to the like the academy together i want to say partners since the academy um so so we can either go we can either go with that or we can we can go with literally the first time we met was when we accidentally let david robert jones go but now we're stuck together because we fucked up Ooh, that's also a good one and you guys had other partners but they they got matched <laughs> but, but, up and they're still in they, proper they've been division. promoted <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, I like that. Okay, All right, cool. we're, we're running with that one, so... So next you have two other aspects. These can be more specific to you guys as well. However, we can write these as they come up. Um, and sort of as we uh, discussed, you can ping an aspect to give yourself a bonus as long as you can sort of um, convince me that it makes sense that that aspect would be helping you at that time, and that costs a fate yep. point. Um, I can also okay. compel one of your aspects to give you a disadvantage on something, uh, but that would uh, earn you a fate point. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Uh, next, we're going to do skills. So uh, that'll be in the bottom right of your character sheet. Uh, you get one great, so one plus four, two plus threes, three plus twos, four averages, and the rest are at mediocre for your skill. Okay. Uh... So academics will be great for me. Be good at investigate. I think we should at least both no be... luck skill here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like good at drive is drive like your your ambition or does that mean driving a car let me look it up um i'm gonna i'm gonna say that drive is controlling vehicles okay (laughs) actually driving drive (laughs) not not ambition it is actually driving Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a four in rapport, then. At the very least, I can be the lovable part. <laughs> uh, we'll be good at lo- lore. is just, like, how much you know about a thing. A specialized arcane knowledge that falls outside the scope of academics. Yeah, I'll be good in that, because I'll have read fringe files. Yeah, so in our case, lore will be specifically fringe. Okay. Okay. Three Academics fair. will be normal science, we'll say. Um, and I'm assuming contacts are just literally contacts, like people. Uh, knowledge know. of the right people and connections that can help you. Cool. It's not my eyes. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> hey, drive was just drive, so good contacts could just be like, "Hey, you're good at seeing." <laughs> Listen, there's a reason why I had to ask. Uh, I guess we should be fair on resources because. We have the FBI behind us. Although we're not loved at the FBI. Not at this we'll put point. that one. We'll put that one as average. Aw, uh, you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be i I'm gonna be good at craft. That's what I'm gonna be good at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case you're wondering, my, my character is not being built in terms of what's gonna be good for this one shot. My character is literally just what makes sense for the lovable idiot? A four in rapport, three in contacts and crafts? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Dimmy's great at uh, pottery. He does a pottery <laughs> class arena. Well, no, he's only good at pottery. He's not great at it, but he's great <laughs> at talking to the other people in pottery. But he's getting better, though, because he's doing his best, and that's all that matters. Exactly. Uh, I'm assuming Will is just, once again, it's not, you know, what I've written in my... Uh... <laughs> Man, again. you have a really good bequeathment to your friends and family. Uh, Will is... Where's Will? A uh, mental fortitude, yeah. Good, good. Okay, just making sure that I wasn't like, oh man, if you put a four in this one, then the next character that you roll because David kills this one is really good. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That's like a paranoia thing, I think. Uh, honestly, that, that that's, a, that's something that we should just add into a system at some point. It's like, listen, this stat does literally nothing, but if you die... Your next character does great. Your next character is even better. You can put as many points into this as you want. I mean, that would be an interesting game mechanic. Just have it be a useless dump stat unless you die. Yeah, but then you just get people trying to kill themselves on purpose. I mean, you could just have it be like, hey, if you're dying a lot, this stat quickens your ability to get back to where you were before. It doesn't, Uh like... I'm a big fan of the way that that stat. I'm a a big fan of the way that that stat works. Is you uh, can put in as many skill points as you'd like into that stat, and then when you re-roll your next character, you roll a die of that many skill points you have in that stat. You can then add whatever you get on that die to your uh, stat block. Hmm. So it's like, oh man, you put in like ten skill points, but you roll a two, you only get two skill points. Focus on the system we're currently playing, please. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, Uh, think. I am done. Cool. So that is one great skill, two good skills, three fair skills, four averages, and the rest are zero. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Durr. 
Dur is great at <laughs> academics. He is good at investigate. He's good at lore. He is fair at notice, uh, athletics, and drive, because I figure FBI training makes you at least fair in those. Yeah. Uh, he is average in fight, resources, shoot, and stealth, and mediocre in everything else. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and how is Dimmy looking? Dimmy, okay, so Dimmy's got a, Dimmy's great at rapport, um, good at contacts and crafts, um, fair at drive, empathy, and will, uh, and um, is average at resources, shoot, and we're going to go with uh, notice and provoke. Yeah, let's do that one. Okay. (laughs) So provokes the opposite of rapport, essentially. Yes. Yeah. He's average at it. Like, you know, he's <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't do too much in it, but he's <laughs> Uh do you want us to send uh, send you these sheets, David? Or these um, sheets? Or at the we... end. At okay. the end. Okay. So next uh we will just do refresh. Uh set your refresh to three. That's how many fate points you start with for cool. the session. Um, if we end the session, uh, you're below your refresh at the start of it, you go back up. If you're over, you just stay at whatever. It is. <laughs> um, next is going to be stunts. So you get three stunts for free and you can also spend refresh to buy stunts. Stunts are essentially your character ability. Um, they can, they come in essentially three different, um, uh, categories. Uh, there are bonus granting stunts, uh, meta rule changing stunts, and then also story related like stunts. So a bonus granting stunt is just very like specific, like it gives you a plus two to a named skill uh, as long as something is occurring. So okay. for example, because I am a militarily trained sniper, I get a plus two when I use the shoot to attack when I have a target in my sights. Would okay. be that makes sense. Um, okay. An example of just a mechanical stunt. Um, a rule-changing stunt would be something like uh, uh, you can swap skills in a given situation. Um, you can use an action with a skill that isn't like quite fits. Um, you can give yourself a different sort of bonus um, that gives another character a plus two, uh, where basically you can create an advantage using a stun um you can sorry yeah so an example of that would be something like um uh sorry um because i don't believe in magic i can ignore the effect of a supernatural ability but only once per game session so it could be more open-ended like that um the other thing is you can also do um a story sort of related stunt where you can just declare a minor fact is always true. Like, for example, because I am a crazy survivalist, uh, or I, sorry, because I'm a crazy pyromaniac, I always have a fire starter on me. Okay. And that could be a stunt okay. of yours. You're like, yeah, I always have a fire starter regardless of the situation. I know we've just fallen off the Niagara River or Niagara Falls. I still have a fire starter on me and it works. Like, that can be a stunt as well. Cool, cool, cool. So you can fill these out as we play as well. You don't have to fill them out now. 
Um, let's just do one each for now to get uh, a hold on it. So, okay. um, Dimmy, why don't we do something related to your dumb luck, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um... So because, because I am lucky, uh, do you want this to be sort of just a flat plus two to something? Or would you rather Probably. have something? Okay. Yeah, maybe a, a flat plus two would be good for just your first one. Yeah. So, so probably... Which hmm. skill do you want? I feel like, oh, gosh, it'd be really funny if it was crafts. It shouldn't be crafts, but it'd be really funny if it was. Yeah, it uh, could be crafts. So crafts is sort of like, um, we would be creating things or like MacGyvering tools. So you definitely could be crafts. Yeah, um, I feel like I feel like yeah. Just because because I'm lucky, I'm able to like, I, I'm able to like find the things or like it. it eh, that that goes more to investigate, like find the things to make the make something. In, no, you in just you're just something. very lucky and intuitive at putting stuff together. So like you kind of just cram yeah. a bunch of stuff together, things together, and it comes out working. Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's um. Let's narrow this down a little, because stunts do have to be a little more specific. So how about we say uh, when you're trying to overcome something, so a specific action. Uh, because I'm lucky, um, I get a plus two when I use uh, crafts to overcome a situation or overcome an obstacle. Okay. So yeah, if there's ever a situation where you're like, oh no, this door's locked. I'm going to use my crafts to quickly make a lockpick. Like, you'll get a plus two to solve that situation. Okay. In addition cool. to your regular craft skill. Yep. <laughs> okay. And now, Durr. It's weird that Durr's the dumb one. <laughs> Durr's, oh, no, Durr's, Durr's the, the smart, smart one. one. Yeah. Just Dimmy because he's dim. <laughs> and Durr, that's just my name. That's a family name. When they, so there's when, a reason why he's pissed off with his name. When, when they emigrated from Nazi Germany. <laughs> Yeah, to quote-unquote spy for the Allies. It used to be Duroff. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it used to be it used to be Billingsoff. Um, and they were like, you know what? That could be a good middle name, but let's change it to Lee. <laughs> no, and they're like, what's, what's your name? As they came over and they're like, oh, Billingsley Durr. And they're like, Billingsley Durr, welcome in. <laughs> <laughs> and also the middle name was passed down to you? <laughs> Listen, it's a, it's a family middle name. <laughs> Yeah, it's a family middle name. It's a German thing, right? Okay, which <laughs> skill do you want a plus two in? I was going to say notice. Okay, yeah, notice would be good. And I was going to say, because I've studied fringe files so much, when we're at like a fringe-related crime scene, I get a plus two to notice. Could either be um, that or lore. Yeah, the fringe With stuff that. would be specifically lore. But well, I was saying like the fringe case files where it's mm -hmm. like, here's what we found at this thing that other people would have overlooked. Right. So this would be another overcome. Would you want something like a create advantage instead? Sure. Okay. So how about we say, um, because I am so, um, oh, I was going to say high IQ, but... <laughs> Because I watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> we don't want to make you a meme character. Because because my character's brain has expanded so much. <laughs> what was your high concept again? Uh, uh, book smart on the streets. Okay. Um, 
How about uh? Yeah, because, because I am so book smart. Well, not book smart. I was like because I'm so <laughs> intelligent. This there's a weird way to. There's, I don't know how to phrase it. <laughs> Euphoric. How about, how about because because I've always got my head like in the uh, it's not in the clouds. It'd be like in in the stacks. Uh, <laughs> because I am always reading. Because I have so many books in my mind palace, I get a plus two <laughs> when I use notice to create an advantage. In my mind palace, I get... What do I get, a, sorry? A plus two when I use notice to create an advantage. To create an advantage. Um, we'll say uh, when I can relate something to a book is when I'm going to challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> To narrow that down so like in any situation you get a plus two to use notice to make an advantage uh as long as you can relate it to a book do i have you to like it, name gotta... a book now nah, you yes. can just make something up okay Aww. i was gonna be like this is this is like half of a episode of x files where Mulder <laughs> just goes ah but scully i read recently that this happened basically that's that's your ability <laughs> but it's for notice so it's like ah do you see that this specific chemical is this <laughs> i read in a book once that you can light this on fire hey i read the other day that these chili peppers are only imported to one indian restaurant in all of boston <laughs> <laughs> amazing but yeah so those are stunts you guys both have two more free ones you're welcome to uh make those up as you need to um, so remember, uh, either plus two, uh, rule changing, or story changing for stunts. All right. Okay. And that, um, that is Francis Demopoulos, also known as Dimmy, <laughs> and Eugene Billingsley Durr. The smart one. Uh, sorry. One last thing would be your stress. So that is above or top right in your vitals column. Uh, mm -hmm. You're both going to start off with three uh, physical and three mental. Uh, sorry. What is your rating in physique? <laughs> uh, I am mediocre. Okay. I am also mediocre. Okay, yeah, you just have three. Then. <laughs> um, so, how, what is your skills in will? Uh, I gotta, mediocre. I am fair at will. Okay, so you're going to have an extra st stress from mental, uh, Demi. Wait, what? <laughs> Okay. So do you see how there's uh, three squares there and then three are uh, X'd off? Un-X yep. one of the mental ones. So that is sort of your HP, essentially. Um, if either one of those get all your crossed off, that's essentially you out of the scene or you're, you're not dead, but you're inca incapacitated. Um, in exchange for not taking boxes of physical or mental stress, you can take a consequence instead. Which so rather than fun. like being knocked out, you'd be like, oh no, this, I just broke my leg. So for the rest of the scene, I'm going to have, or rest of the session, I'm going to have a broken leg, but I'm not like out of the game. Okay. As a consequence. So that goes mild, moderate, severe. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm hoping broken leg isn't a mild consequence here. <laughs> no, that'd be, that'd be uh, moderate, I think. I don't think it's quite severe, but that, that does not feel like yeah. a mild consequence. Oh no, my femur. <laughs> <laughs> definitely so like, losing the leg would be severe. Yeah, spraining, spraining your ankle is mild, breaking your leg is moderate, losing your leg would be severe. That's, yes, I, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good description. 
Okay, just awesome. to keep on the same leg metaphor. Yes. So those are your characters. Dimmy and Durr, right again. For the first time. <laughs> for, for the second time. <laughs> Bear with me. Um, I'm going to do a quick check to see if you guys can hear this. So what's a good... Do I have just some random sound effects that are... Um, While David not, is doing this, have, do you, have a word have a, from Charlie you, and I. <laughs> do you have Zavala indeed? No, I was like something that's not a uh, copyright. Ah, <laughs> uh, classic. Uh, what have you I'm... been up to, Nick? Uh, not too much. Because we didn't do this... this segment. Yeah, no, I I did some uh, did some lab recordings this week. Uh, you guys got to see the uh, the intro to one of those that sadly the students will not get as their <laughs> intro. Uh, I mean, unless I I clip that and upload it and tag all your students somehow. <laughs> I'm like cool. Name any of my students. <laughs> one two one two one two. Exactly. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> I'll contact Chegg and ask which ones viewed exam answers. Fortunately, none of them yet, and I don't even think we have a final for that course, so that's nice. Um, but yeah, no, I was doing uh, that. Oh, I beat uh, I beat the story mode of just shapes and beats. Uh, man, that music, the music in that game is fun. Nice. Um, would would suggest it was it was a very good time and it was like congratulations now do challenge mode and I was like oh cool this game was already hard enough for me I'm not very good at this whole <laughs> bullet hell thing oh cool challenge mode I'll never play that I don't know I've given it a try I've S ranked one of the songs so far oh nice yeah. all right so I'm not gonna be able to talk during this is what I've determined because of how we set this up but I can oh play no what a loss so I'm gonna just uh it's gonna be a brief moment of silence and then there's gonna be a little code open that i pre-recorded for this episode yay the boston skyline is seen over a large stadium the sound of horses and cheering can be heard as we zoom into the stables there we see two men speaking to each other in hushed tones are are you sure we should be doing this i mean listen jazz we've already agreed do you want to tell little al that we're backing out now are you crazy you saw what they did to steve no, I guess we're locked in. Alright, as we discussed, five, seven, eight will take the podium. Payout should be a clean half a grand. The sound of the radio cuts off as we cut to a man that appears to be in his 30s. Dark brown hair with stubble covering his chin, he's just opened his eyes and begins to blink wildly at the sudden intake of sunlight. The man nods to himself and begins to mutter. Seven, eight, five. Heading over to the eight, ticket booth, five, the attendant will look up expectantly eight, at the man. Uh, 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 trifecta, please. Um, horse, uh, five, seven, and, uh, then eight. The attendant will nod, and after a few moments, the man will walk back to his seat, ticket in hand. The race soon begins, but the man isn't watching. No, he knows that this race will end just like the others. And what a race! We have lasting integrity coming in first, with justice untarnished coming in second, and finally, abiding light in third. Smiling to himself at the result, the man will look down to his five tickets, five wins which will make him quite the rich man. Heading up to the ticket booth once more, the man will stop when he feels a tap on the shoulder. I think I'm gonna need you to come with me. Psychokinesis. Teleportation. Nanotechnology. Cognition. Advanced technology. Matter. Alien. Suspended animation. Matter. Space. Four Seasons and a Funeral presents a fringe-themed one-shot. Played by Charlie and Nick. Game mastered by David.
My favorite part is still the my favorite part is still the credits. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was so quiet. I have to turn you guys down now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I apologize. Uh, It should be fine in post when I add it in. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be great how you're going to make that way louder than the rest of us talking. So I look like I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, that is the cold open for this episode. I don't know if you have any sort of ideas of what was going on there, but Ghost Network. It's five seven eight. That's that's all you need to know. Three numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but let us just kick it right off now. So we uh come back from a short credit uh or short commercial break to uh the <laughs> zooming in on a four tourist. <laughs> Zooming in on a four tourist, we are seen with big word art Boston, um, and we come to the uh, sort of regular uh, FBI uh, headquarters where Fringe is located. Um, there are sort of three people sort of um, s- sitting around in a small office. The office is sort of full of sort of files and papers on sort of every table. You can see also that there seems to be like about four or five different phones set up that are all sort of ringing or uh, ringing at different intervals. Um, And sort of the two of you and a third person are sort of uh, sat in the room. Uh, Let's go with first uh, Francis uh, Demopoulos. Uh, What do you look like? Um, well, uh, Demi over here, um, not, not the, like, you know, he, he's, he, he's got a little bit of extra weight on him. Uh, there's a reason why he went to the snack, uh, snack machine, um, and <laughs> let David Robert Jones get away. Uh, but like, you know, always got a smile on his face. Um, happy dude, just a l- little bit, little bit overweight, um, but overall good dude. Um, I don't know, uh, slightly above like average height, like about like what, like six foot, six foot one or something like that. Uh, okay. I would say that's not slightly above average, but all right. Fine. Yeah. Five it's, foot eight. It's, uh, <laughs> it's hard for Nick to comprehend what above average height is. I don't, but he's I don't so know what... far above average height. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, of slightly above average six feet. Like what the fuck, Nick? <laughs> what am I to you then? <laughs> Small. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> okay uh hair color eye color anything sort of any distinctive features on uh dimmy um all right dimmy's got some uh some some uh we're, we're gonna go with uh brown eyes brown hair um you know the, the the classic um any distinguishing features um hmm. i'm gonna say he he he, do, he doesn't walk with a limp but like he's got like an odd gait to him uh okay like a zion williamson gate where he like shakes back and forth hmm that, but that's like, a reference like david a less doesn't athletic get. version of that one. I, oh uh, god i don't get that <laughs> reference <laughs> that is true um okay cool um uh eugene billingsley durr what do you look like uh i'll say i'm just above slightly above average height standing about five foot ten uh <laughs> He's got kind of like uh, mid-short-length, dirty blonde hair, uh, blue eyes. Um, he's got kind of glasses that are kind of perpetually perched near the edge of his nose. He's constantly pushing them up. Um, a five o'clock shadow because he can't be bothered to shave consistently. Uh, he could, looks kind of ruffled 
because he doesn't really care about his personal appearance like he puts in the minimum effort um he's on first glance you're like oh he's average build but then you look a little bit closer and he's a little bit thinner he's not as strong as he probably should be for a man of his age and size mm-hmm. yeah that's all i got cool um the last man um there with you is a very generic looking white man um <laughs> just imagine the most generic white man that you can imagine that's the dude there so okay. is their name john scott <laughs> it is not John Scott. Damn it. Um, but he will kind of look to you too and go, Hey, hey, uh, I'm uh Theus. Uh y- you guys also fuck up? Um like, you know, we we didn't like fuck up, fuck up. Um but the guy was gonna escape anyways. You know The man was we- in a hospital bed and then he burst through a window. What were we supposed to do? listen it was it, it was just it was the, one of those times luck just fails you you know goes goes we would have been way. there but this guy needed help with the vending machine listen the buttons weren't working that day don't 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 you remember don't you remember dur how, how those buttons you were hitting aa it's letter than number but like i'd put like six dollars in there i'm pretty sure if you put more money in then you can hit the letters twice and you get a snack Agent Demopolis, I will pay you $6 to stop talking. I do need those $6 back from that vending machine, so I would take that. I reach into my wallet and hand him a five and a one. (laughs) All right. Uh, I I smile and shut up. (laughs) You see Theus is just sort of nodding along this entire time, going, oh, man, these guys are great. Um, uh, You guys, the three of you start having, uh, well, well, now that Demi's shut up, uh, Theus engages uh, Durr in some small talk. Um, before, after a little bit, a uh, your uh, sort of boss walks on it to the room. Um, she is a uh, sort of uh, average height woman um, wearing like one of the just simple like uh, FBI pantsuit, um, like very professional hair in a tight bun, uh, and the, with uh, dark black or black hair um, glasses. Um, and you can see that she sort of has the FBI um, badge on her uh, lapel. Um, She will then go to you and be like, Ah, fuck-ups! So glad that you're all here. Um, Welcome to the most boring uh, desk jockey job that you could ever get. Um, I hope you are all glad that you messed up because now you guys are just basically doing some wage theft for the FBI. I'm going to smile and keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Say, yeah, a person who knows his place. If she points to you. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, surely there's some way we can get back out in the field. I I feel my innumerable talents are wasted in a room like this. She is looking at her nail. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Did you say something? No. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, um, you lot are here because you all messed up. um, But you all know too much for us just to let you go or uh, for to fire you guys. So instead... You get to sit here in this room, read through case files, uh, pick up that phone occasionally if you want, um, answer some calls. Um, essentially, uh, we got uh, word from upstairs that we got to have some sort of oversight on the department. Um, apparently, we can't just, you know, solve cases and then not worry about it. Like, we've already got in trouble for how many Patriarch 
Patriot Act we've had to like <laughs> enact. So yeah, they want us to actually like do some desk work or do some like police work, which I'm like, Ugh. but um, yeah. So you lot are here to do that kind of shit. Um, I will be in my office watching reruns of Friends. Um, if you need me, uh, ask each other first. And then if none of you know, which you won't, feel free to uh, knock on my window. And she walks into a sort of an adjoining office. <laughs> and so we just telling hear, me. So no one told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you see that she, she starts clapping occasionally <laughs> with, the, uh, with the theme song of Friends. <laughs> um oh man so what you're telling me is i'm not just taking an excel spreadsheet and moving numbers from one sheet to another (laughs) (laughs) well first of all they weren't numbers they were symbols sorry symbols you're right get your reference right (laughs) (laughs) oh brian david gilbert what a shame (laughs) um so yeah uh first things first uh you guys have access here uh, in this room to every previous case file uh, by their code name uh, from all the fringe cases, um, as well as you have access to a lot of sort of ongoing cases that have been forwarded to fringe department uh, because people thought that they were related to previous cases. Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, I'm going to turn to the other guy and kind of go, I've already forgotten your name. Why are you here? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Theus. Um, well, you know, uh, it's a long story, but no one died permanently. I'm going to give him like a, like confused, like head tilt. Like I'm doing my best to, to communicate without saying words. Wait, wait, wait. Can I roll lore on this? Cause I think I might know who he is. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Uh, so that's. Uh, I'm good on lore, so that's is that just three fate dice? Uh, yes. So, uh, sorry, you roll four uh fate dice always, and then you add your skill to it. Okay, so the goal is to get a good adjective out of it. And this is plus three, so that's three. (laughs) Three. (laughs) That is a good. He he had some good lore there. That is a good one. So, what do you think this dude is? I think he's there. I think he's the guy who shot the man in the head that they then had to like bring back to life temporarily. You are correct. Yes. So made up his name, Damn. but that is this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to exclaim, "You're the one who shot the dude they needed alive." Like, "All right, all right. Listen, listen. No one told me I wasn't supposed to shoot the bad guy." Isn't that's part of our training? Is he's unarmed, you don't shoot him. Listen, part of my training was sharpshooting class, and I got him right in the forehead. Thank you very much. <laughs> I give him two thumbs up. It's like, thanks, Dimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Dimmy. <laughs> but, uh, I am surprised about how quickly my nickname for you caught on. <laughs> uh, at this point, while you guys are sort of having this argument, you see that one of the phones start to ring. Uh, I'm gonna pick it up and not say anything. <laughs> um, so th- on the other end of the phone, there is sort of just one of the agents going, uh, yeah, a new case file just got faxed in. Um, 
Uh, it says here that uh, someone got picked up for um, th th some sort of gambling-related thing. Um, only reason he got flagged was his name was in our, one of our systems. It's a uh, Roy McComb. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, things are on uh, case files in the uh, in the fax machine, and then the other side will hang up. I'll put down the phone, <laughs> beam, and look at the two. Who was it, Dimmy? Hmm? Who was on the phone? What did Sorry. they say? Is is it okay if I say the words now? Yes, Dimmy, you can talk now. Ah, okay. Uh, I don't know that that was just one of the the, the nice FBI FBI people uh, letting us know that there was some uh, a new person um, caught gambling, I guess, uh, down there. They brought the case file in. Guy's name is Roy McComb, I think. McComb. All right, well, let's go take a look. I guess I'll walk over to the fax machine, and I'm assuming it's printing out now. Yeah, so it's printing out now. Uh, yeah, it just seems to be an arrest record for um, some sort of... Uh, uh, there. It's not, like, a specific... Um, it's not for any specific crime, but they're more like they're making note that he was taken in by the um, sort of race course security at the local uh, horse racing establishment in Boston. I don't know which one is, but I'm sure there is one. <laughs> at the local racetrack, he was yeah, the local kicked out track. by security. He was kicked out by security. Um, the and the lucky leprechaun. His... We're in Boston. <laughs> his name is uh, related to uh, codename Delphi. Huh. Ooh, man! I, I was Delphi. You say? Was it? Wasn't that the one that like nothing important happened? Like, wasn't that the case where like nothing important happened? There was like no technology that came out of it. <laughs> no technology that ever appears ever again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll I'll flip through and be like kicked out of gambling, kicked out for gambling, yada yada. Okay, related case file Delphi. Dimmy, go get code name Delphi. It's uh, okay. I'm, I guess I'll um, run off and start looking for for Delphi. And for our listeners, that is the Ghost Network. Uh, yes. I have no idea if David's going to be posting anything along with this. I mean, I will, but who's going to look? That's yeah. fair. <laughs> uh, so Delphi, based on the Oracle of Delphi, for being able to tell the future, hence the Ghost Network from that episode. Nice. Um, but yeah, so uh, you can see that uh, Roy McComb was someone who was brought to Fringe's attention because he successfully uh, predicted several large-scale incidents that were to occur, um, one of them being the uh, Jello bus situ uh, scenario. Hmm. Well, I'll um, hmm. bring, bring back over the case file and go, man, this, this guy's had um, some uh, interesting calls. I can see why he went, went into gambling. Uh, seems to be able to tell the future. I don't know. I, I can't quite read the case file, and I'll give it to uh, to Durr. Is Dibby illiterate? What do you mean? <laughs> Dibby, Dibby he can made read, it but he into can't... the FBI. He got through the academy. He made it here. He, he has to be able be to read. So, so no. So Dibby can read, but like his his interpretation job is not great. Like <laughs> okay, okay. It's like he he's a he's a working adult. He has oh, to no, at no. least be able to read. Listen, Dimmy, Dimmy can read, Dimmy can get by, Dimmy's really get, great at being able to parrot things, but man, Dimmy cannot read between the lines. 
His reading comprehension <laughs> least, is just abysmal. At least when it comes to text, when it comes to people, he's really good at reading in between the lines. <laughs> That's how he got through. <laughs> yeah, so uh, looking at the case file. Yeah, uh, Roy McComb was the uh, person who predicted that several cases. Um, he was experimented on uh, for Fringe Team, where he was connected to something called the Ghost Network that was being used by some sort of uh, secret organization or crime syndicate to do a lot of weird experiments and they cause a lot of different fringe incidents. So he's been marked as a person of interest for the fringe division. Hmm. We just let him go, eh? Interesting. Uh, he's currently being held uh, still at well, the local um, sort of security office. I just mean after, after, the, uh, after the initial events. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fringe team has no oversight. You guys just let him go. Cool. <laughs> There's a note here that the that uh, someone told him to come back. Have you ever heard more things? But that was pretty much the only uh, <laughs> the only uh, the only sort of um, what's the word? A debrief he got. <laughs> Perfect. That's that's what we'd like to hear. Um, I, I guess um, Theus, any any insight on this? Um, hear what Theus has to say. Uh, Theus will go. Will turn and be like, well. Um, that definitely sounds like it's fringe related. I guess you could go tell um Miss Lee um about it or special agent Lee, um, but I, I don't know if she'll really care. That's a um, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um I, I wonder I wonder if she'll be cool with us like pushing some papers like beside the guy. Um, you know, go hear go hear his side of the story. But we'll you know, Well, we'll I was gonna I was gonna call the racetrack first. Because it just says he was kicked out by security. I want to know why. Because I'm assuming the FBI just has flags for, hey, you were related to a fringe case. Anytime you come up in police record, you get the FBI gets a notification. Yep. Okay. So we should probably just call the racetrack and ask why first. So I guess I'll flip through the case file, (laughs) grab one of the phones, and beep, 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 bring, bring. Uh, hello, uh, Lucky Leprechaun Racecourses. Hi, yeah, uh, this is uh, Agent Durr with the FBI. Um, we we got a notice of a person of interest was recently kicked out of your establishment, uh, a Mr. Roy McComb. Oh, yeah, uh, McComb, Roy, right? Um, yeah, he we kicked him out. He, um, uh, we don't know how, but he was obviously cheating somehow because there's just no way he got the... He managed to get five um, trifectas in a row, where a trifecta is, you could guess, uh, uh, first, second, and third place um, in correct order. So just in- stri- just showed up, did five races, got all five trifectas in a row, um, nearly uh, got a winning up to uh, about half a mil. So uh, that is not that is a no go for us. Do you suspect he was fixing races? Was he working with some of the jockeys, maybe? Um, we did a internal investigation for the jockeys, but we couldn't find any sort of connection between uh, Mr. McComb and them. Huh. Did he say anything to your security guards while he was being taken out? Um, not, no, nothing memorable. Just the normal, like, oh, you can't do this to me. I'm a free citizen American. Like, this is, are, you, are you arresting me? Like, you're not police. That kind of stuff. Okay. Well, if if anything else comes up about this that makes you think anything else odd about him, just uh, 
just call this number and ask for me. All right. Uh, and you are? Uh, Special Agent Eugene Durr. Okay, okay. Um, he should still be in. Uh, we handed him over to. He got a little um, aggressive on the way out, so we handed him over to the local um, police enforcement. Um, he sh- that was only a couple hours ago. He should still be in a holding cell somewhere there. Okay, we'll follow up with them. Thanks very much for your time, sir. No problem. And he'll hang up. All right. Uh, you just said he miraculously managed to place five perfect bets in a row. They assume he was cheating, but couldn't figure out if he was working with the jockeys or not. Wonder if they at least gave him his money back. Oh, no, no. They they probably kept it. But he said he racked up close to half a million dollars. Um, I guess I'll turn... I'll just tell Demi... Um, I'm going to look at these case files a little bit more. You call the police department and see if they've talked to him yet. Okay. And I toss the, the phone number to him. I uh, definitely catch that phone number. Uh, well, I throw pretty... it, I mean slide it on the table in front of him. <laughs> aren't you pretty athletic, Dibby? <laughs> no, Dibby's terrible at athletics. What is Dibby good at? <laughs> Dibby's Crafts. good at talking to people. <laughs> Crafts. Oh. I hit my mic, I was so annoyed. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so, so Dibby, do you call the police? Yeah, I'll, I'll call. I'll call up the police. Um, ring, 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 ring. Uh, hello, uh, local police station number some something something. <laughs> nine nine. Now we're not that cool. <laughs> Seven nine. Uh, how can we help you? Uh, wait, we, um, we over here at the, uh, FBI heard that you're holding, uh, a Roy McComb. Uh, we were wondering if we, if we could, uh, follow up if you'd talked with them or anything like that. Uh, roll me, uh, roll me a rapport skill. Okay. Uh. These guys are a little more cagey. Uh, that is a epic. <laughs> Plus seven. All right, yeah. <laughs> the dude will go, oh, you guys are uh, FBI. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll fax over everything we have about this Roy Bakum fella to you. Perfect. Have um, you uh, but, talked with him or anything? Uh, no, he's uh, here in holding cell uh, B. Um, we were about to go and talk to him, but if you want to come do that, you're, uh, we, we will totally hand off everything to you. Um, that, that's, that's probably for the best. I'll, I'll check with my, uh, superiors quickly, but we'll, um, it's, uh, hold off on talking with them quite yet. I'll, we'll give you a call back in a few. Can you fax over all those files though to us that you've got on them right all now? All right. Yes, sir. Perfect. And, yeah, um, and I guess yeah, I'll hang up the uh, phone and <laughs> go inspect well, some I assume finals. You give them the fax number as well and they fax over everything. <laughs> with that epic, I won't punish you for not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, a bunch of cases. Yeah, he was uh, brought in for um, sort of getting into fight with the security at the race course. Um, he looks to be being charged for uh, resisting arrest currently because um, he was sort of being, um, what's the word, combative against the officers as well. But um, they also want to ask him about the uh, betting as well because it does, it does seem odd to them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's the address for the police station, as well as um, sort of like uh, 
yeah, you got an epic. Um, directions to the best vending machine in, in, the, in the office. The man's home phone number. <laughs> His personal the man's cell. home phone and cell phone <laughs> number. It's like, just in case you couldn't reach us at the office. Anything to help the FBI. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad, I'm glad we've got an ally. Uh, didn't even get his name, but he's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, great. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Dur, should we, uh, should we take this up to, to our superior here? See if we can, uh, see, see what we can do about this. I know we're just the desk jockeys, but that, this seems like something that's, you know, dull enough that maybe we should go figure it out. Yeah, that's probably for the best. I think a commercial break is coming up soon, too. For some reason, she's watching the DVDs off an old TiVo that still have all the commercials, so Very we should be able to catch her at a good time. PS will kind of go up and be like, what? Wait, 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 hear me out. We're all in the doghouse. Like, if we tell Lee about this, she's just going to take all the credit. What if we just solve this ourselves? Okay, I just want to check with you. Solving means arresting people who have committed a crime, not you shooting shoot them in the forehead. One time. One time. They, they still got the information out of him. Come on. Listen. Yeah, by having to do some freak science on him. Yes, I'm fine, gonna, I'm fine, gonna... fine. You know what? Fine. I'll stay here and run interference with Lee. You two go. And then the three of us can all take credit for working on this. How about okay, that? Okay, and by interference, you're not going to shoot her in the head. I'm not going to shoot her. Yes, yes, okay. do, you still have, do you still have your, like, uh, your, your like, government-issued sidearm with you right now? Yes, of course I do. And he, like, whips it out. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he has terrible trigger uh, discipline. <laughs> your safety is off and your finger is on the trigger. What the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, in case I need to shoot someone. We're in the FBI building. Who are you going to need to shoot? David Robert Jones. He no. burst out of a hospital building. He's not here anymore. We made sure of that. He could be here. <laughs> he just walked in last time. <laughs> All right. We're going to ask you if you stay can here. Keep... If she, for whatever reason, asks where we went, we're getting lunch. Ignore getting... the fact that it's 9 a.m. We're getting snacks. Uh... Don't say snacks. That's a trigger word for me. Yes, <laughs> is kind of like, all right, all right, all right. And he puts his gun back in his holster. You see that he doesn't put the safety on. I'm going to reach over and turn the safety on. He goes, oh, what was that? It's the safety. Use it. The what? Oh, God. Let's hey, go, Theus. Timmy. Hey, Theus, can you, can, you take the, can you take the safety off your gun real quick for me? I just want to see if you can. And he goes, uh, and he looks at it and it's like, uh, and he tries to he tries to fire in the gun. <laughs> well, it's at his hip. Uh, he pu- he pulls it out and is just like holding it to the side and tries to fire it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. And it does not fire, and he goes, "Oh, weird. I'll have to get a new one, I guess." <laughs> All right, Theus. I guess we'll see you later. We're gonna go. We're gonna go get some snacks. Uh. And Don't give him a say wink. that, Timmy. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a wink and like a, some finger guns. Right. Uh, feel free. Uh, here's my cell number. Uh, call me there if you guys need any sort of info. Uh, that I can look up. Cool. Sounds. And by look up, I don't mean shoot. 
Excellent. Even better. Just just shoot with your eyes, not with your gun. <laughs> Alrighty. So and, where are you guys off to? Uh, I guess we're down. Head, head down we'll, to the... we'll have to go down and requisition a car first. Yeah, it's probably going to be best if we show up looking kind of official. Um, I'm yeah. I'm the, not those, putting those miles FBI on my. <laughs> I'm not putting miles on my 2004 Honda Civic. Ford, uh, sorry, You're... Ford, Ford, Ford. Sorry, well, no, my no, 2004 he's... Ford Taurus. Well, no, he, he's he's no, saving, I'm not putting miles on my Honda Civic. Currently, he's gotten it. He's currently has gotten Explorer. <laughs> well, no, I currently have a Honda Civic, but it's not nearly as reliable as the new Fords, so I don't trust it to <laughs> get us to where we need to go. Mm, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> Luckily, the FBI cares about us and got new Ford Tauruses. We are not sponsored by Ford. <laughs> we aren't, but Fringe was, hence why we're referencing it. <laughs> hey, if, uh, if Ford does want to re- uh, sponsor this podcast, I will shill out immediately. <laughs> Listen, Ford. Uh, if you if you send us one dollar, uh, it'll be great. If you send us one dollar, you can sponsor all of season three for <laughs> season and the funeral. <laughs> we will reference you in every episode of season three. Like unironically, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> for one dollar, Ford, you hear us? Ford, the car company, by the way, not not the premier. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm not chilling Ontario. That's not happening. Uh, it, that's gonna cost no, no, two dollars. No. I, I will say I will say more than more than one dollar. I want um twelve ninety nine plus tax because that is an extra large pepperoni pizza near me. <laughs> no, I'm I'm cool with a dollar. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go down and um requisition a car. Okay. Uh roll me resource. Both of you will take the higher number. I'm just going to copy the exclamation roll oh, 40 Because I'm just going to have to hit that button a lot. Yeah, oh, damn. That's a four for me. Damn. That's a great. Uh, that is a two. Okay, yeah. You guys get the brand new Ford Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> but in black. <laughs> yeah. In in special FBI <laughs> black, it is a uh, what's the word? It has lights and stuff. <laughs> what's the word? It has lights. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna hop in and press the sync button and get map directions very easily and seamlessly <laughs> to uh, Boston Police uh, <laughs> to a Boston Police Department number twenty nine. Nope, nope. <laughs> 79 who knows uh, 29 yeah, 79 uh, both of them they're they're the same driving? they're the same station uh i have fair driving what does jimmy um, have i've also got fair driving i'm pretty sure we should just swap halfway through the drive i'm going to drive <laughs> <laughs> all right uh this is normal driving so we won't have to roll for this <laughs> Psychokinesis, teleportation, nanotechnology, cognition, artificial technology, matter, cybernetical, suspended animation, matter, space, Hey, this is David speaking from the edit. Um, 
Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this is where today's episode ends with our sort of FBI agents heading off to meet Roy McComb at the local police station. Um, if you've liked the one shot, uh, I hope you look forward to the next couple episodes of it. Um, we took, uh, quite a bit of time to record this longer than I thought it was. So it's probably going to be another, uh, at least two more episodes. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it was nice to actually try to get to play fake condensed, uh, properly with all the rules. Um, as we did mention, we aren't experts at this system. So if you find any sort of rules were breaking or sort of things that we're not following properly um feel free to let us know at um on twitter at forsaf f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f or you can send us an email at gmail.com um sorry you can send us an email at forsaf at gmail.com not just gmail.com that makes no sense um if you've liked the episode at all or you like the podcast, please feel free to give us like a review on iTunes or Google Play, as well as feel free to subscribe. Um, every listen or every download we get really gives us more motivation to continue to produce this uh, podcast and create more content, and w- we have fun doing it, so it'd be nice if people were uh, consuming it. Uh, yeah. Um, outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under an attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.